Hi everybody and welcome back to Long Island Iced Tea. So today we're going to be talking about the brand new limited series on Netflix called Unorthodox. Unorthodox uh, basically goes into the story of this woman named Esty who is escaping the ultra-orthodox community in New York and she is trying to escape this um, limiting lifestyle that she has been born into and it's her journey through um, leaving this community and what happens afterwards. Um, so this is actually, in case anyone was wondering and didn't know, this is actually a real-life story by a woman named Deborah Feldman. She wrote a book about her her journey um, coming out of this Hasidic community and how she was able to um, remake herself in the modern world. Um, it was adapted for Netflix. So I just want to start by saying people will say that it was unrealistic um, when she got to Berlin, and that is, you're, you're right, because once she got there, um, it, it, they said it in the making Unorthodox, it's like the fifth episode of Unorthodox, because it's a limited series, only four episodes, the whole show, but there's a making Unorthodox, and in that, um, Deborah Feldman, the woman who wrote the book, based on the whole thing, she goes into how once you get to Berlin, it is based on a true story, but it's not exactly um, correct. So I just want to start off by talking first about a few of the characters in detail, um, just my opinions on them, and then we can go into the different episodes and what I thought. So um, first, obviously, we'll talk about Esty. I thought Esty was an amazing, amazing character. Um, the actress's real name is Shira Hess. Um, sure pronouncing that incorrectly but she was awesome she had to play so many different parts the show was only four episodes long so she had to really capture this whole um identity transformation and a whole brand new persona um in different episodes while and the show is shot where it's um going it's like flashbacks and it's also real time so um shira has the girl who the woman who plays Esty. she really has to do um a lot more work than even anyone doing like a great movie let's say or a great show because she has to be in the role of her before life and her after life sort of um those aren't the right words but you know what i'm talking about so um Esty was great i thought she really did a great job of showing um her unhappiness in the community although it wasn't um an emergency and so I'll guess I'll just go into it now but Esty's relationship with Yankee Yankee um they he loved her and it's not that he didn't he I, I truly believe that in the show at least and I guess in this woman Deborah's real life I think that her husband did love her I think it was just the community that was limiting them that made him feel like their relationship should have been different um obviously no relationship is perfect but I do think that he really did care for her which I'll go into once we get to episode four which was my favorite part of the show and yes I really do think that Yankee did love Esty um we'll go into the next character I want to talk about before we go into the episodes is her mother Leah um and this has to do with my ideas that Yankee really did love her because um, in Leah, her mother's relationship with Esty's father, I forget his name, they had a lot of not just relationship problems, but a lot of um, outside factors that were affecting them. So like her dad was an alcoholic and 
her grandparents were primarily raising her in addition to her aunt. And we find out later that um, in a court case, um, Leah loses Esty. Um, I'm sure this was after she had left the community, so obviously they were super against Leah at the moment because she was not someone, she was someone that had left the community. And so they were obviously not in support of her ideas because they were not following them, they were following their community's ideas. So Leah, I believe, had more of a um, old times reason why she left. Um, it was more seen as like, it was like her alcoholic husband, I believe, was more of a threat to her well-being um both physical and emotional I mean it didn't seem like it was a physical threat but it was just really not a good situation for Leah to be in and I believe Esty saw that this was not a community that her mother felt a part of um and perhaps she had always felt different she had said to Yankee on like their first Yankee Yankee I think it's Yankee said to him on his on their first like date she was like I'm not normal I she was like I'm different I'm not and he goes, no, 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 that's okay, it's good. Which, again, reiterates my idea that he really did love her. It's not that he didn't, um, but he, she, this community was just not for her. It was very limiting. It is a very limiting lifestyle. And she needed to, she felt like she needed to explore and get out. So I believe that this was more of a personal, um, like, mental health decision for Essie. While Leah had not less of a choice but her lifestyle would have been even more limiting than her daughter's because where she was at, um, she had an alcoholic husband who didn't really care about her where Esty has a loving husband who, as much as he doesn't show it so much, I really do think he did care about her. Um, okay, so next we'll go to Moishi, um, who is the like cousin of Yankee who helped him um, find Esty in Berlin. And so I thought Moishi was a good version of a real person oh and in making unorthodox the like fifth episode like i was talking about before um he had said like the actor had uh been asked to like do this role and he goes oh this is my story i left the community i'm happy to be part of this which i think made his performance so much more real and that's why i think i really enjoyed him as an actor i didn't love his character it was he was fine the whole like i have a friend that works in the club like that whole storyline I cared a lot more about Estes, obviously, because I felt like everyone could relate to her more. Um, but Moishi was, he was a great actor, and I appreciated his individual self rather than his role in the story. Um, but I think it was necessary to, obviously it was, because he had he had the connections that helped uh, Yankee get to Estes. The last character that I'll just go into detail about right now is Robert, who is Esty's new German guy, boy, friend, whatever you want to call him. I thought he was great. He was very nice to her. However, this was a part of the unrealistic ideas that were a part of the show, but that's also the point. Like, this is Netflix. It's not her book. This is, it's supposed to be, it's made for TV. So I thought he was great. I thought it was a great character where it was out of her, uh, norm 100% but he was Jewish and he did have similar um, basic fundamental values as she did although from different communities but they were both Jewish which is a huge thing um so I also before we go into the episodes I just want to talk about how I really thought this show was good like a very good interpretation of 
something that is applied to any community you can possibly be in, not just community, just like feelings of being limited, feelings of being restrained, being held back. I think that Estia's story, which is Deborah's story, was is really applicable for basically any circumstance where you feel like you are being held back or not being or being restricted. So I although this is about a Jewish girl, I think anyone can watch this and relate to at least one part in the story. And I do think it is interesting to learn more about um, different religions. I mean, I learned about my own religion. I am Jewish from this show. I didn't know some of the rituals that take place um, in the ultra-Orthodox communities. Um, I mean, I'm, I, I know some of them, but not all of them. And this show really opened up a little bit more of a uh, a more tangible way for me to learn about them. Because when you hear about it from other people, it's obviously a biased opinion. And yes, this show is, I'm sure, biased because of the people who wrote it, the way Esty left the community, etc., etc. But um, the community was not seen as such a negative thing. It was just, in the show. I don't think so. I thought it was just sort of seen as um, something that was. It wasn't portrayed in a this is a bad thing. It was portrayed as Esty felt this was bad for her. But there were many people living in this uh, Hasidic community that were enjoying life and uh, felt that this was what the, were they meant to be, which is which is what Esty felt at the beginning of the show. So like at the beginning of her life. Um, okay, so let's go into episode one. So in episode one, we see Esty leave her community. Uh, the beginning is taken all like live time um, where there's no flashbacks because this is what's happening right now. So Esty heads out for Berlin, her n- not neighbor, but well, yeah, she is a neighbor, but just in like, it's one of the people that collect the rent. I, like her father collects the rent for, I believe. So she knows this woman because we find out later she gives her piano lessons which becomes a very important part to Esty's life where music is this oh this is also something I loved about the show music is this like language that is which is like uh, another symbol but is seen in many other things where it's this language that is understood by everyone so as much as Esty left her community she is in this brand new world and is living this whole new life music is consistent and I thought that was a very good um constant symbol and constant um, reminder that we are all like people we all have different things sure but we are all the same people so I thought that was good um, to keep everything consistent and to just um, make you feel a little bit more real because people do we all listen to music it was just it was a very good um, like non-threatening theme that anyone could relate to so in episode one, some important parts is that Esty ends up at the coffee shop and she meets this guy Robert and Robert and her um, have some banter and they chat and they and he's like, oh, you can come see us play. OK, so she sees this music, this music like rehearsal area. Um, and so they this is where the whole music idea takes off. And these friends just sort of take her under their wing, which is really, really, really nice of them. And they end up at this um, lake. Um, however, I do want to mention that the girl, when they're on the way to the lake, uh, like the beach, um, the Israeli girl sitting in the front seat, I forgot her name, I do have to comment that I strongly dislike the way that this show dealt with the Holocaust. Um, I think that it was spoken of very lightly, and I think that it should have been a more serious topic or not mentioned. 
Um, I understand she was in Berlin, but I think it could have been handled differently. That the Israeli girl could have said something um, less like, oh, well, here we are, where all, the, where all this happened. I think that that wasn't... The, her tone and the way that they made the Israeli girl sound about... Like, while talking about the Holocaust was... I think not necessary. I think it could have been done a different way. I understand she's supposed to be very honest and brutally, like just telling her how it is, like straight up. But I don't think that telling, reminding Essie where she is, like in that sort of tone, I don't think that was necessary. However, contrary to even my own beliefs, I do think that there has to be an antagonist in the story. And as much as her community is the antagonist, we all sort of know that. So there does have to be this sort of like bad guy. And if this Israeli girl is going to be the bad guy, even though she's her friend and taking her under her wing, there's also to be some dynamic, um, some dynamic character that is um, against um, the protagonist, Esty. So... They end up at the lake. It's a very moving scene. Some people say that their favorite part is when Essie takes off her wig and she's just in the lake and she finally feels free. Um, this is not my favorite part, but I think it's only because I hadn't gotten to know Essie so well yet. Um, after seeing the series, I can better understand how this was a very moving part of the show. I think it was very um, monumental because it was like a very, whoever shot it, it was a really good job of um, just like she was free and you got that. And yes, obviously she was free. She left her home. She left this, but there was a lot of movement. She was in the car. She was meeting the people, like a whole thing. And she was finally just like settled, which was very nice, I thought. So that was episode one. Um, Episode two, there is, um, also I'm, Going more into what happened in her Berlin life, because there's a lot of what happens in her ultra-Orthodox community that I cannot, I don't think I'm well-versed enough in the Hasidic community to make my own comments on. Obviously, I have some opinions, um, but then again, I also have opinions because that because I'm not in the ultra-Orthodox sorry, community, so I... I like, obviously, I don't feel that the way they live is something that I want to participate in, but some people do. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, there's a million people in the ultra-Orthodox community that are not happy with how they were perceived during this documentary, uh, docu-series, but I think that it was in a way that it wasn't it was seen as, I know I said earlier it wasn't seen as bad, but it was seen as other. And it was seen as something that Essie had to get away from and that her mom got away from. And it seemed like it was such a horrible thing. And although I don't believe that the people living in the ultra-Orthodox community really have a, so much of a choice, they're sort of born into it, that's just how their life is, I do think that people do really enjoy living this sort of a lifestyle in the Hasidic community. So I think that it was... Um, it sort of shook everything up a little bit because everyone's watching this. I mean, we're all sitting at home doing nothing, so we're all watching this anyway. And I think that word got out and some of these things were seen as more harsh than necessary. For example, when Essie's hair was being cut, that was a very moving scene. I got emotional. I know every single person I've spoken to got emotional. It's a very moving scene, and I think that it was seen as a uh, punishment sort of thing when 
let's not pretend that Esty was very excited about getting married. Okay, maybe not excited, but she was very um, interested in the idea of pursuing a marriage in the way that this community wants her to. She has this, like, first, first date with Yankee, and then they are... They have like it's a very she is very okay with it and I understand that it's a very emotional thing to have all of your hair shaven off I'm a hundred percent on board with that but I do think that it was perceived in a way where at this point you're supposed to believe that Esty is okay with the life she's living and still she's upset by this and I understand her being upset but I do think the public perception of that scene in particular was one that this is a very um harsh and bad and terrible community which to some to most to the people in it it does not seem like that um I mean obviously to Esty and her mother and I'm sure some other people that have left the community it does seem like a bad thing um because they have left this sort of lifestyle but I do think that there are some aspects of this show that could have been presented in a better light for in in order to um support the Hasidic community so, like, when Esty was getting her head shaven, that scene is one where many women have these young girls, like Esty did, have and watch them, and they get, um, I wouldn't say excited about it. I don't think it's, a, it's an exciting thing to shave your little head, but a lot of these women are very proud of the life they're living and the way that they are conducting themselves in this community. So I don't think that it's such a terrible thing for everybody, and I think that um, that wasn't shown in the show. Uh, I think the only negative sides or the harsher or the um, more like emotional sides for Esty in particular because she was someone that felt like she never fit in I think those were shown I think the um, typical ultra-orthodox woman's perspective was not shown which is why a lot of the ultra-orthodox community was not happy with this perception of their lives Um, it also is a very invasive thing if someone were to come to your community and say I'm going to do a show on how I think your life is going based on one person. Now, it's great for the audience. I think it's, I thought it was a great show for me. I mean, I'm watching this and I thought it was interesting. I thought it was entertaining, a lot of different things. But anyone coming into your community and uh, giving their view on it will be, there will be some aspects that you don't agree with, obviously, because you are living it and this person is going to portray it in a way that they're an outsider. So. That's what I have to say about that. Um, let's move on to episode two. Oh, so the, some important parts that I thought, um, this isn't in any order, obviously. Um, but I thought the dinner party was important when her friends uh, opened up to her and they were able to share and she was sharing and she was like, I cook all the time and this is what I cook. I thought it was very nice, a mixture of cultures, something interesting. Also, like, I, again, am Jewish, so, like, the things she's talking about, some of them I knew, some of them I didn't, um, but these people have no clue. And so, because they are just not a part of our community, uh, because they're not Jewish, not a part of our community, etc. But I thought it was interesting that they were saying some things that even I didn't know, and it was just a nice mixture of, of her new life, her old life, different types of things that were going on in her life in that moment and in the past so I thought it was interesting that you find out and you're like you have all this anticipation like I really hope she's good at piano because like this girl's had enough going on in her life like let's like we're all we're all really really rooting for Esty on this one and she plays and she's fine but she's not great and her friend goes sorry you're never gonna make it so this was a really hard moment and then she ends the episode ends with her crying calling her grandmother as much as that was uh as much as the moment previous was very difficult when she finds out she's never going to make it, which 
I'm sure she didn't think she was so great, but I thought she thought, like, I believe that she thought she was fine, good, potentially going to be in the school with them. She thought she was like them. She wanted to be friends with them. She just wants to be like them um, because she wants this to be her new life, and it was devastating. And immediately after, she calls her grandmother, and her grandmother hangs up on her. Now, I started bawling after this because I can only imagine, like, I I literally cannot imagine what that would be like. Um, It was devastating. She leaves her community. She leaves her whole life behind her, and all she wants to do is talk to her grandmother. She's upset obviously because anytime you ever leave anywhere you want to and you get upset or there's something wrong you want to talk to someone that in a life that used to be comfortable because as much as this uh, ultra orthodox life was not comfortable to say the least for sd there is a sense of comfort in particular people like her grandmother like her aunt like even yankees she feels comfortable with somewhat at least and so i thought it was very uh disturbing that her grandmother hung up on her um, and then also my last part about episode two was the wedding. I thought it was brilliant of the directors, the producer, whoever thought of it, to do the entire wedding. I thought this was a great addition to the show. Um, I loved seeing the different customs that happen at this wedding because there are some customs that occur also in secular weddings. So the wedding was very well done. I thought it was great. I thought it was sad when her mother came. But then again, at this point in Esty's life, she did not want to be involved with her mother. She wanted to live the ultra-Orthodox life at this time. And it was very interesting. I also loved what Esty and Yankee did when Esty says, Let's, like they just touched because they hadn't touched because in this community, you are not allowed to touch anyone of the opposite sex other than your spouse. So this was a big moment for the two of them, and I really liked how they started off, which may have been something different in that room. They were they touched hands, and I thought that was very big of them to have this before anything happens, because usually it is, I mean, from what we saw, what we were assuming, it typically goes differently than the way it happened in there. Uh, room. So I thought that was very interesting and I thought the whole wedding scene was very well done and in Making Unorthodox they were talking about how much it took to get all the headdresses and all the regular dresses and all these oh my god am- like amazing beautiful uh, wardrobes for every single character and I thought they did a great job with the wedding. Um, in episode 3 there are some more intimate moments with Essie and Yankee um, and I thought the part where he shares the information with his mother was quite interesting. Um, I think what was going on in their bedroom is something that is just for them. And however, although like, like I was saying before that all she knows is talking to her grandmother when she's upset, although she left their community, all Yankee knows because this whole wedding thing is new is talking to his mom. That's just what he knows. So I don't blame him for talking to his mom about this. However, I don't think it was the right decision. And I think that's also part of the reason why their relationship was strained is because they didn't communicate because they didn't know how to. Um, So also at the end of episode three, she goes to the club and she kisses Robert at the end of the night, which is a huge deal because the only other man she's ever been with was... Yankee because that was only person she's allowed to be with and technically they're not even divorced although he asked for divorce so that's it's just some crazy thing that she's doing this as much as it is so something not crazy for some people uh 
outside of this community. Like, this is a kiss is taken very lightly by many people. And for Esty, this is the biggest deal ever. So I thought this was well done. But I do think, again, it is a bit unrealistic and a little bit for TV. But again, that is the point. Um, so then in episode four, Yank, we find out that Yankee did want a divorce, um, which is important to Essie's story, I think, because it sort of was the last driving factor that made her leave. However, um, this was something that, not that it should have been expected, but this was all that Yankee knew. Yankee's mom said, this, she's not going to provide children for you, apparently, so this is not for you. You have to get out of here. You're still young. Keep going. So I don't think this was a decision that Yankee had made. I think this is a decision that his mother had made, which further stands by my point that I do think he did love her. Um, also, in this episode, Leah explains what happened when she lost her daughter is because she lost the case. That was very emotional. I got choked up. And then uh, SD goes for her performance for the... Uh, scholarship that she could potentially have to finally like be in this immersed in this musical Berlin community that her her new friends have and she goes and instead of paying piano she starts singing and this was a very very meaningful performance Essie did a great job and why she sung this song was because it was a song that her grandmother loved so this was something that I thought it was also very well done because as much as it is a TV show, blah, 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 whatever, I thought that the way that her grandmother um, ends up dying at the end but was perceived to Essie was that she was great. She could still hang up the phone, she could whatever, but this uh, community that Essie didn't feel a part of, she felt that she had a connection with her grandmother and the song being the song that her grandmother loved was one that was showed that SD still obviously loved her grandmother it was not that she didn't love her it was just she didn't love the community that she was living in with her um so the last part that I'm going to talk about was my favorite part of the show um I was very emotional during this part of the show I thought it was super meaningful and it was very important to Yangi's character um this is after the performance happens and she is talking to Yankee about what happened and what's going on and how Essie's doing in her life. Um, he ends up giving her a present of a musical um, necklace, which was lovely. And this is showing her like, uh, you can come back. We will work it out. We don't have to get divorced. We will work it out together. And she's like, no, this is not for me. I need to, I need to be new in this new environment. I need to, um, I, I'm, I'm leaving. And so, oh my God, I'm, this is really, it was the saddest part of the show, uh, but all, not sad. It was more like uh, it tore at your heartstrings, you know, when your chest hurts because like you really just like feel it. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but when Yankee starts cutting off his uh, hair, his pay is he, this really, it was very impactful because I felt, and I think everyone watching felt that Yankee would really do anything for Esty, where she wants this new life and she wants to move forward. And he says, I'll do it with you. I'll try. I'll make it work. And this, oh my God, it just really, she and he really does love her. He would do anything for her. And I think after this whole show where she's trying to get away, trying to get away, blah, 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 the whole community, I think that she really, she did have some people that did love her, her grandmother, her aunt. Yankee and as much as he did say divorce and this isn't working and 
the whole intimate in the bedroom area, like the whole, the issues with their relationship, they were gone in that moment. He loved her. He did. And I thought it was very um, telling of his character to do this for her. So yes, I do think that he really did love her. And I think this is something that everyone can relate to. Even if you can't relate to feeling trapped or feeling like you need to get out of somewhere, you can relate to loving something or someone so unconditionally that you do anything for them. Um, I think that is something that everyone can put into their lives in some way, shape, or form. And I really do think that this show can speak to anyone. Obviously, there were other parts of the show that I haven't really spoken about. Um, a lot of the... Yankee life, a lot of her aunt, a lot of the customs in the ultra-Orthodox community, um, but I, this was just, these were just some of the, um, tidbits of what I thought about the show. I thought it was overall a great, great, great job done. It was very well filmed, it was very well presented, um, I don't know if I agree or feel that the things presented were presented in the right way but I do think made for tv it was the uh most simple way of describing uh the background and the uh future of Esty's life um and I think that again the show was made by Esty the Shira has she was amazing she was really so so great I cannot even put into words she played such a dynamic role from being a young girl to an old girl to moving and this and that and a million things. But I think that this show was great for anyone again. And I think that it was very well done. Um, thank you guys for tuning in to our more serious episode of Unorthodox. Um, next week, I'm hoping to finish the new season of Dead to Me. I watched season one. I just started season two. It's okay. It's not great. It's very funny. It's good to pass the time. Um, but yeah, I've also had some requests for All American, so we'll see what's up next. Maybe we'll do a throwback movie. I'm not sure. But yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in to this important episode of Long Island Ice Tea. We are available on Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and of course Spotify. Um, feel free to tune in every Monday. We'll be releasing a new episode and maybe some Freaky Fridays. All right, I'll see you next time, guys. Bye.